Hey everyone, welcome to Bridging the Gap. Today we're interviewing Aneshi Agrawal, who is a senior at the University of Illinois. She went to Parkway South Middle and High in the School of St. Louis. Their parents live in the suburbs of St. Louis, and she has a younger sibling. Aneshi is a great role model and a responsible sister. So can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, um, hi, my name is Aneshi Agrawal. I'm a the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, studying computer engineering. Um, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, both of my parents are um, from India. And yeah. What's your favorite dish that your mom makes? Oh, my favorite dish. My mom makes is shai paneer. And she makes mm. it for me every Friday night. And recently, since I've been at home because of COVID, she's been making it more often. Um, which is um, awesome. Nice. Really yeah, right she's <laughs> a wonderful cook. I know. She's a wonderful cook. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah and I love her shy paneer too. Hey, um, Anushi, we just wanted to understand, you know, a little bit of your story. You know, um, where are you from? Like here in the United States mm -hmm. and where did you do your schooling? And, you know, if you want to elaborate a little bit on how old you were when you came to America and, you know, how you um, got accustomed to this culture, if you have any, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, so I was born in India and I moved to the U U.S. when I was six months old. So obviously I don't remember it. I've pretty much been in the United States my life. Um, my first couple of years, we moved around. We were in California, New York, New Jersey before we settled in Missouri when I was five. Um, and I've been... Mm -hmm. Um, living in St. Louis, Missouri since then. Um, I went to middle school and high school um, in St. Louis, the same place I was living. Um, and then I came to college and go to the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, as I mentioned earlier. Um, mm -hmm. As a um, first-generation, like, Indian child coming in, um, I do think my experience is pretty unique because... Um, especially in the Midwest, um, diversity is not really that existent, especially in the middle school, middle school and high school that I went to. Growing um, up, I would definitely say embracing the Indian aspect of identity was difficult, uh, to say the least. Um, my parents always um, encouraged me to, you know, I went to Bhabhar, I did Garba, I did all the pujas. Um, they always encouraged me to embrace my uniqueness, embrace my um, identity as an Indian in the United States. But there were a lot of times where it was difficult, purely because um, when you see everybody else eating burgers in the cafeteria and then your mm -hmm. roti and alukasabji sounds or smells really weird to them, you start to become kind mm. of embarrassed with the things that make you who you are. And... That was pretty tough, especially middle school and high school when you still don't even know like how to how to really be in the world, who you even are, all that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. I had really good parents in the sense that they never mm -hmm. pushed me to in things, and they really let me be independent. Really let me have my own thoughts, and I've said, "Oh, this is." This is the Hindu thought, so you have to think this. They've always been like, oh, this is what Hindu religion thinks. This is our adaptation of it. Um, and you, from your personal experiences, might have some other 
other thinking. Um, mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, in college, I go to the University of Illinois is extremely diverse. I mean, I think I'm not really sure what the percentage is, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's like 30 percent engineering or 30 percent um, Asian, at least in the School of Engineering. Most of my class is mm-hmm. Asian and most of the Asians are Indian. So um, mm-hmm. uh, coming from the Midwest and coming from such a area of the like, lack of diversity to some place with a lot of diversity, mm-hmm. it was it was really eye opening, and I I think I started to really really embrace my like my Indian ethnicity and culture then, and my parents you know got the sense that I liked it a lot more. My mom got me um, these nice langas. We a lot of Mm-hmm. boutique shop opened in St. Louis recently so my mom took me to those yeah. um, what I really Aww. appreciated about my parents was that they, they never forced me or made me think that um, like I had to think a certain way or I had to do things a certain they really just let me let me be let me learn on my own let me on my own and I think that's really important um, I know that a lot of families I go to I went to Bavar and so I had a couple of Indian um, friends I know a couple of their parents um, kind of like more forced it, forced Indian values and those sorts of things. Um, and I think at the end, it made them feel like it was an obligation more than a privilege to be of Indian descent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's just my take on, I really appreciate parents raised me in terms of um, how to like embrace my diversity through time, giving me like getting that patience instead of just instilling in me like hey you're Indian you have to do this you have to think this so that's just what I had for that question yeah that's cool yeah that is absolutely awesome yeah that's that's so true yeah you bring up a good point uh, Anishi (laughs) we heard from others also the same thing in the school the food you know the the parents lovely uh, you know prepare their Indian type of meals and then they take it to school you know for the children it's kind of hard to you know make other friends to understand what type of food it is and then it's uh, uh, you know per se it's uh, it's a weird food for others to see mm. um, for for any parents or for any children now if you see you know others who are sending to the school what would you recommend is there anything that you could recommend to the children mm. or is is there anything that you could recommend to the parents? So one thing that I've really always strongly felt and appreciated about my parents is that they really never ever put any pressure on me to do a certain career or get a certain GPA or get a certain ACT. Um, they never, they always told me to work hard, but they never pushed me to do something which I didn't want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And they've always been extremely supportive of that. And I think like I could, I will forever be grateful for that. I know that um, I've been blessed in this category. I know a couple of my peers and friends who have had parents who were really pressurizing, put them in all the clubs, put them in all the things. But at the end of the day, um, someone, a child, is only going to thrive at what they're really passionate about. You can't, you can't force mm-hmm. someone to do something. And when someone when a child goes to college um like i'm not sure how to word this but like when a child goes to college they'll be them their own selves they won't be like 
like how their parents like might have pressured them to be at home does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah like yeah, yeah definitely like yeah yeah like I know some parents who like really pressured their kids to go into something let's say med for example and let's say the student didn't actually want to be in med they wanted to be in like law or engineering or psychology or something and I've noticed that you know you can't you can't force those things after two or three years usually the person the child ends up pursuing what they actually felt like pursuing in the first place um so I think mm-hmm. that's really important to note just that you know push your child to be like as successful as they can be but don't overburden them and don't make all the decisions for them true yeah because making them equipping them to be independent and taking responsibility for their own future mm-hmm. that's really well said um i really appreciate you know how you have accepted the challenges and even um of you being unique and um, through you know the mid- the tough years of middle school and high school um if there is an advice that you would give to your younger self mm-hmm. what would that be anishi um i would say if i were to say to my younger self anything i would say um to just trust the process trust that you will be all right listen to your parents mm. listen to yourself more importantly if you do good mm. and you work hard there's no way you won't be successful in life and i know that's easy to say especially when um you might ha- not have the gpa that you want or the act score that you want or maybe if you didn't even get into a school that you wanted to but at the end of the day mm. i do believe that everything happens for a reason and if you just take everything mm-hmm. day by day and do the best you can um be respectful be respectful to yourself and others everything will be okay cuz i know when i was in middle school and high school i did have a lot of anxiety about how my life would turn out what would happen if i didn't get into the school um all those sorts of mm-hmm. things um i was the first child in my household uh to an american college um so the process yeah. here is, seems like it's very different than um mm-hmm. and i don't know if this is random but um when i was applying to colleges my parents had to be in india due to a personal uh, family emergency and so i was yeah. pretty alone during the college application process which is a pretty big intrusive process and it, i mean it decides where you're going to college right it's a pretty big deal um so i wish i just told myself not to stress out so much you know you worked hard for like 3 mm. 4 years um colleges can see that and you will be fine just just do your best Yeah. Hey Anishi, I've I've had the privilege or we've had the privilege of knowing you since you were probably in your first grade, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. And I know perfection is Anishi. <laughs> so I know yeah, you've always um done yeah, everything so perfect and everything, you know, and you. um to the T. Like you just yeah, you, you definitely aced in everything that you you've touched. So definitely great inspiration even to me. <laughs> um you know you bring up a really good point of like hey a parents not knowing enough about like the par- the college uh school process and and i don't think it's 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 just that we mm, didn't exactly. grow up in this yeah. um, kind of uh environment so i was just wondering um is 
can you just walk us through like what happens in high school and what are the some things that we could be watching for mm -hmm. uh, for our children or you know yeah anybody listening mind. to this uh, podcast here yeah. yeah so um i didn't even know this until senior year but i didn't know what the common app looked like that's like the common application you use for applying to all of the colleges there's an extracurriculars mm -hmm. um page there's um usually a transcript uh act page so all your scores all your achievements it's all in that one application so and mm -hmm. in terms of, um so I, i mean obviously keep your gpa up work on your acts early that's i think that's the obvious but beyond that mm -hmm. i think the reason i was getting to the schools i did um was because i had really good extracurriculars and i really was passionate about everything i had done in those extracurriculars um it's not enough to just be part of something you actually have to be involved and mm -hmm. you have to be able to say not say but write on your resume hey this is the club i was in this was a position i did and this is, these are exactly the duties mm -hmm. and the things that i've accomplished in this club um and i think not only is that good to keep in mind when you're entering high school or even in high school um i think for that like it's not only good in terms of the application it's good in terms of um you get to explore likes and your dislikes um for example i was i went to the washu mini med school which i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with but it's basically just like a mm -hmm. like a program for high schoolers interested in medicine um and it happens at the washington mm -hmm. university in st louis and um <laughs> my dad used to drive me every other day uh, downtown to oh, those yeah. and i really thought i was going to be a doctor i really thought i was really passionate about that stuff um mm -hmm. but by the end of a couple of the sessions i realized i'm not really sure if i have it if i'm interested in, in this to pursue this for what 10 11 years um so mm -hmm. those extra extra curricular to um do things that you might not have done before i joined um the robotics team and i actually really really liked that um and i think that and a couple of other of the engineering clubs i joined as a freshman or sophomore in high school um is what led me to really believe that like you know i'm i'm suited best for engineering and this is what i like the most and this is what i think i will be doing for the rest of my life so um yeah i think those uh, i think focusing on extracurricular activities i know everybody says gpa and act or sats i don't know what it is these days but um yeah focusing on extracurriculars not only for the resume but also for yourself to figure out what you like and what you dislike i think that's something i would mm -hmm. highly recommend i wow that's a really brilliant advice i really appreciate that and to all our young high school listeners and middle schoolers you know who are looking mm -hmm. into um and especially for you know in my parenting i'm not i'm not used to um appreciating extracurricular mm -hmm. activities because you know studies is just mainstream mm -hmm. studies so I this is really this and is, i think it's this, one of the critical pieces colleges look at when deciding if they want an applicant or not because everybody oh, has wow. when you apply to a competitive school everybody generally has the gpa for it and everybody generally has the act for it um it's about this defining mm -hmm. things that make the difference wow That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um and I know uh I I think your mom was really proud when you were wasn't weren't you the 
author of one of the you've started a club yeah. I think in your school so I started a <laughs> called girls in engineering so um yeah as I told you I think it was around sophomore junior year when I really liked engineering those are the classes those are the classes I had the most fun in one thing I noticed that was that there were like yeah. no girls in those classes um so yeah it was an engineering uh club and it actually ended up being about like 40 members big which was awesome um and a lot of those nice. girls from those clubs or from the club um ended up pursuing engineering in college so that was really like it was an awesome feeling for me that's awesome hey i know being a software engineer and being part of some conferences that's exactly what we are trying to push to like just have more um female engineers because there's such a low <laughs> representation and i think yeah so that social stigma of like yeah, oh it's, engineering it's is just not a social stigma there's no yeah there's no other barrier besides just um it typically being a stereotypical like boy sort of field mm-hmm. right yeah okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Anishi, so I'm in. Oh, wow, you're so now. much older than I thought in you the were. Last grade. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah. Um, and it's the last grade in elementary school, and in uh, like eight to seven months, middle school is gonna drop down. So, what advice do you have? <laughs> um, well, I would say, I mean, obviously, keep your grades up, stuff like that. Um, in middle school, I did a lot of experimenting with clubs that I liked um I think I said that for high school too but I did a lot of experimenting earlier on and I really um I think I really benefited from that so you know like involve yourself in a bunch of clubs not even like academic wise like um try out different sports see what you like um you know focus on that and um have a fun time I mean middle school only comes once and like you grow so much um from it uh, I feel like you're really young, but like uh, you, you grow a lot from it. It really mm-hmm. defines like a, a lot of who you are going into high school. So um, have fun. I don't think middle school is academically, at least mine wasn't and my sister's wasn't. Um, but yeah, just, just have fun, focus on your school, obviously, and um, try to see what hobbies and stuff you like extracurricular wise. Thanks. Hi. Hey, Anishi. I know you, you just mentioned about, you know, you know, in a Midwest school, it, there is no, mm-hmm. not much of diversity. I know, uh, you know, Sean is also, Sean and Shaira is in a Parkway school district. It's, it's, I think you are South yeah. and these guys are in West. Yeah. Um, it's the same, I think, demographics, mm-hmm. if you look at it. Um, and also you said like you embrace the diversity mm-hmm. when you get to the college. You know, what are the differences that you have seen, you know, for the kids that's growing up in an immigrant family who's going to schools? You know, what do you uh, what do you give them an advice or kind of an insight being you being there and then done that? And also, what do you think about the college life would be different, uh, especially being from a different background or as you said, you, you, you identified yourself differently when you got into college? Um, so one thing I noticed particularly um, when I came to college was um, we have this event. It's called Garba. I mean, it's it was a normal event, but we have a UIC sponsored one, college sponsored one. And I 
coming into college, I didn't even bring um, Indian wear because I didn't think I was ever going to need it because I never wore it in Midwest. I mean, I, maybe for a couple of family functions, but like that was maybe once or twice a year, like maximum. So I really didn't think in college I'd be wearing mm-hmm. anything Indian. Um, and I think the background of where you come from really matters because like I didn't bring it. I know a couple of my Midwestern friends didn't bring it, but all the people from New Jersey, all the people from California, all the people from Chicago <laughs> brought their langas and their saris. Mm. And um, I've noticed that they embraced their culture from a very young age. Um, obviously, it's not mm. the same as being an Indian, yeah, but they had a much better touch mm. and better sense of their own identity and they had they definitely had a much deeper appreciation for being Indian than I had at the time um, in high school I, to be honest I didn't love being different I didn't love being Indian and when I got to college mm-hmm. and I saw all these other people embracing you know who they are and that who they are is the same as who I am and seeing you know our culture mm-hmm. as you know bright colors you know beautiful clothes versus something to just hide and kind of act like doesn't exist um it's it was like very it was one of the biggest culture shocks I've ever had in my life like coming to college was so like (laughs) crazy for me because I just came from an area where like I mean you guys know St. Louis it's not that diverse um so like Yeah. yeah just not really even wanting to show that I was Indian to a place where like I felt like being Indian was just so awesome and we had so many like different events and like so many cool like things to do because I was Indian and everybody's and um, I'm so grateful that I got to go to a school where it's like this because I do know you know some of my friends from high school who Mm -hmm. went to schools that aren't as diverse and I can tell that now there is a difference between how I view being Indian versus how they view being Indian. Um, So I would say, especially to kids and parents, um, to their kids, like especially from the Midwest, that, you know, Midwest is just one region. India is a whole country, you know, and even in the U.S., there's so many places with so much diversity. Like being Indian is really awesome. It's you get the best of both worlds and don't don't underestimate being don't undermine the value of being someone unique because it's it's not something everybody can just say so mm-hmm. yeah hey on the same line um do you speak more than one language mm-hmm. more than english yeah or, uh, so i like speak english and i speak just... hindi do you see the value uh you know learning or, or conversing in mm-hmm. other language or uh, I, you guys grew up here, you know, in school, it seems odd to speak more than uh, mm-hmm. any, anything English. Uh, is it the same in college? Um, I mean, we don't really speak Hindi to each other in college. We speak in English, but, um, you know, India is so big. There's so many different languages. So it's yeah, really it's cool different. to hear some people like mm-hmm. talk in their own um, Indian languages. And more thing, it's like a it's just something to be proud of that you know a different language, you have a different language to speak in, and it really just uh, mm-hmm. binds you to your culture. I mean, I'm really grateful that my parents always instilled Hindi in me, like, since I was very young. I didn't really see the point of it. In high school, I was like, who am I even speaking in Hindi to? Like, what's the point? 
but in college I was like you know I'm glad I know this it's part of who I am and yeah yeah that's really cool I have a question how what advice do you have on making good friends um so um I would say like you know I've had a good share of friends from like high school and college and one thing I've learned is that you can't um friends will be friends like you can tell who is a real friend and who is not a real friend very quickly and there's no point in Mm -hmm. spending time and energy into people who aren't true friends and there's enough true friends in the world and um People who support you, people who never push you down, those are your true friends. Um, I would say just never waste time on people who make you feel bad about yourself ever. That's good. Thank you, Anushi. Yeah. Hey, Anushi, what were, like, I know, you know, coming up from um, uh, Indian culture, one thing that I really dread is, like, dating and drugs and, you know, uh, which Mm -hmm. aren't very prevalent in our culture. Um, how did you combat those um, issues? So my parents, me and like my parents and I, like our relationship, it's very fluid in the sense that I actually really have never kept any secrets from them. So um, I know that's yeah. hard to believe, but like seriously, you can ask my mom, like she knows everything. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like me and my mom are oh, super yeah, close absolutely. and obviously me and my dad are too, but um I tell my mom everything and I tell pretty much my dad pretty much everything too. Um, so when it's come to like dating, um, yeah. I wasn't interested in, in that realm until after I got into college. So I think I started pretty late. I don't know actually, but um, mm-hmm. I, I think my, I started when my parents were kind of okay with it. They're kind of always like, Oh, you know, focus on school. And then you can see about those things later. And um. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's always awkward to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I like this boy. It's always awkward to be like that. But, um, (laughs) but my parents have been pretty open about it. Mm -hmm. And they've always been supportive of um, whatever boyfriends I've had in terms of drugs. I mean, drugs are never good. (laughs) Um, So yeah, 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 it's totally two different things. Like, I know it's not looked uh actually i'm not that sure but i know that dating is not a big like it's not like a huge thing in india as it is here um but i would say like after Mm -hmm. you have your career settled and you're you know what you're doing with your life i think dating is pretty valuable because you learn about um yourself and what you want in a partner down the line um but yeah drugs totally different thing always bad (laughs) yeah 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 um any other things that are on your heart anushi before we call it today anything that you want to share with the parents or with the with the our younger podcast listeners um, i don't think so i think i've i've i think i've told you guys what I to tell you guys Oh, you have, you know, it's really a blessing to talk to you. And and I, all these years I've known you and your parents, and I've seen how transparent your conversation has been. And 
Um, your parents definitely mm-hmm. are really great role models. And um, of all the conversations I've had about children and, um, you know, your mom certainly mm-hmm. gave me amazing advices of how we should, you know, you have these pressures from other parents, as you've said, you know, to try yeah. children into different things and how she's always yeah. helped me to see a different perspective. So I cherish her friendship and I, <laughs> and I know you turned out amazing. So here's oh, to us. I for, like yeah. to that, and, um, you know, you have... I just uh-huh. can't emphasize how thankful I am that my parents are the way that they are. They're so beyond unconditionally supportive of whatever it is, basically in every aspect of my life. They compared me to for parents to do. So I, I, I understand that happens from time to time, but my parents really have not ever done. Um, they've never made me feel pressured. I mean, I think I've always been pretty hardworking, so they knew I was doing my best, but they've never pressured me to mm-hmm. do something I didn't want to do or, you know, they've always valued, like, my mental health, my normal health, and my happiness over literally everything, and I think that's the reason why, like, I got into, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I've told you guys this, but I got into pretty much every school I applied to, and um, I wow. really, really yeah. wanted to go to Georgia Tech. But the reason I chose UIUC Tech was because I just wanted to stay close to my parents because I just, I depend on them so much and I really, really like value like my parents a lot. And, you know, you hear a lot of kids being like, oh, like I'm mm-hmm. trying to like go as far away from home as I can. And I never understood that because I'm like, why, like, <laughs> why would you ever want to be away from people who like support you the most? But I think, I think that's just because I've just had the most supportive mm-hmm. parents. So um, if anything I can say to parents, it's it's just that, you know, continue being supportive and um, really valuing mental and all aspects of health, like, just being super supportive. It'll, like, it'll pay back, like, not want to be away from you. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, yeah. uh, Anishi. Actually, uh, uh, this rem- reminds me, actually, when, when we were having the mm-hmm. conversation with your parents, I think that this was several years back. You might, you might be in a middle school or even uh, elementary school. Um, and then uh, your parents were very proud of you. And then they were telling, you know, how, what the teacher was giving the feedback to them. Basically, they were saying, the teachers was saying about you, you know, you, you're a perfect child. You know, you, you, you did pretty well in the school. And then they said, like, we didn't do anything for her to be that. <laughs> she was like that. So it, it's such a blessing that you are uh, so that type of child to, to the parents. And then that blessings came through them. And then that wise um, advices that came from. So it, the blessing passed on to your parents and then your parents passing on the blessings to others by just giving giving the feedback you know mm-hmm. how to be the child uh the child can be so that they're you know you can guide a child maybe but you mm-hmm. can't yeah. intervene into things too much just how you mentioned earlier and then i think that's a great advice that you gave for any other parents mm-hmm. too so <laughs> kudos you. to you <laughs> yeah yeah Thank you so much for sharing your experiences, you. your heart, and you know, such yeah, great advice to all of us, Anishi. <laughs> we are really blessed. Oh my gosh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much for yeah, no problem. Well, like doing talking this to with you. us, Anishi.
<laughs> Thank we you. love having you. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Anishi. Thank you, Anishi. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.